Hello, Shelby. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm a little worried that you're glaring at your screen already. Well, five seconds into the episode, the, but the sound changed again, and I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a fighter, you know. So I changed it back again, yeah. which is probably going to make oh, your no. job harder later yeah, on. But yeah. uh, I'm determined. <laughs> okay, sorry if volume's been fluctuating and fluctuates through this episode. We'll we'll cover ourselves now. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Everybody knows Shelby's oh. loud. Um, I'm having wine. You're not that loud. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of wine? It's a Malbec. It's, um, it's, it's best. It's best if you just leave the volume. I'm just gonna um, say it. It just it um it went down and then it went back up okay. again. Oh my god. That's gosh. the first time I've seen it go back. I think it's trying to adjust to me. What it doesn't I realize so too. is that I have soft, intimate moments. And then I go, Wah-ha! and I just don't think it can accommodate. Yep, it just went down. It's it's trying to um, You have like some sort of effect on and I don't <sighs> know which one though. Oh no. Oh no. This is like oh, my dad got shoot. a new phone last week. Okay. And it took us a week. And I say us. By us, I mean my dad, myself, my sister, and my uncle who writes, like, code. Like, he develops software for, like, a living. It took all of us to get my dad to figure out his settings. So that way we could call each other on Facebook Messenger. And then in the end, we'd call each other, and the notifications wouldn't happen, so we'd miss each other. I had to be standing in the exact perfect spot in my kitchen for him oh, to call, no. and then my phone vibrated, and then I could talk to him. It took about oh, four hours on Sunday for us to actually have our Sunday morning chat. I'm so sorry. It's that, like, that. this is like that. Okay. Because you're I'm in so LA, sorry. and my computer is here, and I don't have the, the music engineering degree, and I don't understand why my volume button is moving. I am currently looking at Google while talking to you, and we're still recording for some reason, right? We we absolutely Uh, are. Because uh, I'm an old lady in a young person's (laughs) body, and that's funny to me. Maybe not to other people, but to me. Very funny. Yeah. Great for everyone. Um, uh, What... I interrupted you quite rudely as you were drink telling us about your your drink. What what are you drinking? A I wine? I'm drinking a wine. I'm drinking a Malbec. Um, this is a bottle that Ben and I bought not that long ago. But um, Ben likes red wine, but he just doesn't drink as much, as much as I do. So this was the bottle that we had while we were out at dinner, and so we got another bottle to take home, and. Um, we decided that when we moved that we would drink the new wine in the new house. And so we um, opened Smart. it the other night, and I'm just finishing it up. Um, it's rich in tannin. It's quite dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, good? Yes. Is, yes? Okay. Better, better with food because it is so dry and so heavy on the palate. Um, we were eating dinner, of course, while we had it, and so it's definitely not as much of a, like, I'm talking a bunch and sipping on something while recording a podcast. Not so much that kind of wine, but it's um it's very very good. I'm enjoying it greatly. That's good. Yeah. Is is wine the only 
drink or food where you can say it's dry and that'd be a decent okay thing not a bad thing yeah because like you can't be like oh the cake it was so dry yeah i loved it (laughs) like like oh that pineapple it was so dry no moisture in that at all like you that you don't want that no that'd be terrible um dry humor is also acceptable Mm. but that's not okay something that you consume you know in the same way yeah yeah but you will consume it on this podcast which is called trip it to me a Uh travel centric podcast where we talk Uh, about uh trips trips itineraries beverages Uh uh-huh pop culture Uh, each other Uh uh-huh movies yeah sometimes Uh, we just record whole episodes and where we gush about our friendship well, it does seem that way. <laughs> uh, stay tuned to that one, everybody. It was a Shelby, good time. I have exciting news. <gasps> Please, tell me, tell me. This is our 40th episode. No way! Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. This is exciting. 40. This like is Like the Judd 40. Apatow movie. Uh, yeah. That's incredible. Congratulations. You made it. I have been very rude. I've been blathering okay. on about sound okay. bars. And dryness. Yes. Uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a golden ale. A one I've had before. A blonde ale. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh. Uh, pizza port from uh, from a little place called Carlsbad, California, which uh, gave us a nice antidote about Legoland last time, I believe. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, Thank you for that. Go go back and listen to that, everybody. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. Nope. Uh, Good stuff. Uh, but yeah, today on today's episode, we're gonna continue what we started on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or whenever you listened five years ago. Uh, I talked, yeah, I talked about Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, and now Shelby's gonna continue in the bees mm-hmm. with Bali. Bali. Um, can I oh, just exciting. say your Brazil itinerary was mm. fabulous. Um, oh, I also need someone to count how many times you said Copacabana. Um, okay. That was wonderful. Uh, it you. was just a really great itinerary. Most of the time oh, we go so through much. these itineraries and like I'm just ready to like pack a bag and go. Mm-hmm. What's really delightful to me is that frequently... You pick a place to go to that isn't in my, like, top tier list of places. Yeah. And I feel like that exposure for me, I feel like it's just broadening my horizons. I I wouldn't turn down a trip just about anywhere, right? Like, I'd hop on a flight to, you know, to to Antarctica. Come on. Um, But I, it just, it brings such a joy being like, wow, like, yeah, Brazil's cool. It's never really been like a must-go-to destination, but now I feel like it is. And that's very exciting. I feel like that's a gift that you have given me. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think we're drawn to different things, mm. although we like each other's travel style as well. Yeah. Um, I think you're more of just a beach person in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, and, and I think you... At least at this point in your life. Uh, I don't know if this is fair. In, in theory, you like to rest more on vacation than I do. But I don't think that has actually happened. 
I'm not sure it's actually life. true entirely. <laughs> yeah, but your itineraries to <coughs> do that. Anyway. One, I mean, one of the most recent, and it's it wasn't recent, but it was like just pre-COVID, so it was recent. You know, was my trip to Spain on the Camino, where I literally walked cross country. Yeah, exactly. So, I, yeah, uh, yeah, but but yeah, absolutely. I think I I love the concept of resting in a space that I've just discovered. So, like, even in this itinerary, there's one spot in particular where I'm like, oh, I want to go and just spend a few hours and not feel rushed, and I want to walk around, but then I want to find a spot and I want to like lay on the grass and look at the sky and be like, wow, the world's so cool, right? Like, bring a picnic. So I think I think I really enjoy those moments. Whereas your itineraries are so thorough and they're detailed and they're thought out and you really examine a whole place and you think, like, what do I have to do and see while I'm here? Because you want to experience that place and it's fullest. And I, I love that. Thank you. Um, I, I do think different things inspire the two of us as, mm. as I guess you could say about any individual human and in the, probably in the whole world. Um, <laughs> uh, I like Shelby said, I, I do like to just keep going and, and walking and, and see what's next. And, and I, I've, Come to think and wonder, I guess, not think so much, but but just wonder if it's more of like a fear of missing out Mm. sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I don't think it's that too much. I think it's more I'm drawn to whether it was growing up and going to a ton of concerts and sporting events. If I'm just drawn to um, what people are doing Mm. and and being with them and kind of that... uh, neurological high that comes with a concert or comes with you're walking up a trail with strangers going to see the grandest sights you can imagine i think i think there's community in that and honestly like that that's how i think um a lot more churches or Mm. or or places of community should operate and that let's go do something cool together and then it'll give us a a broader appreciation of of god or or the world or um so i i think that's just a little bit of my philosophy i do like sitting by a pool um but uh but yeah it's it's just not I, i like Again, you're kind of drawn to beaches a little bit more in your itineraries, the coastline. Mm. And a lot of times the places I'm going are, are around water. But I, I think I like cities a little bit more than you. I, mm. I think that's probably fair to say. Um, not that either of us dislike the other. But yeah, um, yeah, it's just a somewhat different philosophy that leads us to kind of that those moments we will never forget. But we get there in a different way, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I would say, like, the fear of missing out still resonates with me, I think, just in a different way. Like, I think that I'm always thinking ahead. I'm always thinking of the next thing, even just in normal, everyday life. And I think one of the reasons why, like, Travel Shelby is, like, my truest self is because Travel Shelby is able to, yeah, like, think about be like a normal human being and like, you know, think about what tomorrow brings, whatever. But like travel Shelby has a way of being in the moment 
that like everyday normal Shelby doesn't. And travel Shelby can show up at a spot and take in its beauty and know who she's with and be like, wow, this is such an extraordinary moment in time and I get to be a part of it. And the five minutes ago does, don't matter and the five minutes ahead of now don't matter because it's, it's right now. And I think that that's something that I, like, I really struggle with. Resting is hard. Like, resting in my normal life is difficult because even when I sit down and I try to rest, my brain doesn't stop. And I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. So right. when you're when you're exploring a new place and things are new and it's exciting and you're not thinking about your phone or what you have to do at work tomorrow, but you can just be present that is the most fulfilling sensation. Like it's, it's like I am alive right now. And like, I am young. Like it's, it's like the embodiment of like youth and, you know, and then you can do whatever you want with that moment. But, um, yeah, so I love finding these spots where you can just kind of stand there and take it in and like not be in a hurry and not have to go off to the next thing. Cause I, that's just so much of my life. Like so much of the time. Right. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's definitely everyone, I think. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, even with our different styles, I, I think a lot of times, um, maybe a tiny bit less so in my Brazil itinerary, at least in a day or two, but a lot of, t- a lot of times we center our days that we plan around one big thing mm-hmm. and then and then in hopes that you can kind of build moments off of yeah. that. And, and I think that's a smart way to go, um, especially if you're exploring a new city mm-hmm. or, or a brand new place. Because uh, a lot of times the, the walk there will have you stumble upon things or, mm-hmm. or yeah, it's, it's just an, a fun way to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah. we've talked about this before too, right? When you plan one big thing in your day, if you're not trying to fit too much in, then you won't be disappointed when you don't get to fit everything in because you won't. Right. Like traffic will take too long or transportation will take longer than you think or you'll end up at the restaurant longer, which should be a joyful thing, not a like stressful thing because you're going to miss, you know, whatever comes next. And so, yeah, I really like that that way of planning a trip where you've kind of got your one major thing and then there's some some freedom around that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you think do you think that the being in the moment and what you just talked about do you think that's a a big thing in travel because uh not to sound pessimistic or or bored but do you think do you think it's that way just because our everyday lives are just kind of <laughs> mundane and, and, and not exciting? And, and so we are looking ahead? Or is there too much to do? Is it, It's probably a combination of all of these as I'm, as I'm rattling them yeah. off. But. Like I imagine it's probably a combination of things. And I think I'd, if we all had our dream lives, right? Like... You and I would pack up and we'd be out recording in Japan right now, right? And then next week we'd be in Bali and then next week we'd be in India and, you know, whatever. Like, so it's not, if we had our dream lives, we wouldn't have the work and the responsibilities and the doing the dishes and all of those things. But we have to do all of those things. But I think it's really easy to get lost in all of those things. One thing that you do that I really admire is, you know, you moved to LA a year ago, you moved to Anaheim 
and you regularly and intentionally go out and do new stuff, there are people who have probably lived in Anaheim their entire lives and they haven't done half of the things that you've done. But you recognize that it brings you joy, that it's a place that you love, that that is what makes, it's part of what makes your life worthwhile and it's part of the purpose of you moving there. I think a lot of people just get caught in the grind because it's what you do. You wake up, you go to work, you're on your phone, you're exhausted, you come home, you make dinner, you watch TV, you go to bed, you do it over again. And I think we get stuck and we don't remember that it can be different. Or we think, oh, well, you know, this is what everybody else's life looks like. This is what my life has to look like. And going against the grain is really hard. Going, oh, no, like... I'm going to have an unusual job or I'm going to have a job and work really hard and save all of my money and then travel for a month every year or whatever that looks like. I think that doing something different is really scary and it's really hard. And I think that those are the two walls that people run up against. And so, yeah, when you do travel and you get out and you kind of remember like, oh my gosh, there's so much more to my everyday life. I know for me, I always bring a piece of that back. And like, how can I incorporate the Camino? How can I incorporate my time in, um, you know, in El Salvador? How can I incorporate my time in Zambia into my everyday life? Because this, this trip, this experience, this moment in time has changed me. And I don't want it to just live here in Zambia. I want it to come back with me. Yeah. yeah I think that's great. Mm. I, I think it's spot on. And I can't wait for what that moment in time in Bali is going to do and how it's going to, and then I'll bring it back back with, I cannot wait to go to Bali. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I want to go. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for your itinerary. Uh-huh. Uh, before we get there, though. Yeah. Should we talk about what we've, what we've done for the past, well, it's only been a few days since we recorded, but, um, but yeah, for the past few days. Yeah. Tell me, what have you been watching and listening to and reading and participating in? and talking about and making a fuss over and investing in and there's a few new ones in there yeah they're great job thank you i try not to make a fuss over anything in my life yeah you're not a fussy kind of a kind of a a moral philosophy there (laughs) but um i think i'll just go with some watchings on this one even though i i don't know if i've invested in anything over the past three or four days outside of uh, friendships and relationships. Oh, that, you beat me to it. Nice. I was going to go in me. You yeah, beat me yes, yeah. I invest in you every day. Um, <laughs> Literally, guys, every day. <laughs> the, and she does it right back. Um, I'll, this is a, this is a weird one. I watched Any Given Sunday, um, which is a football movie, sort of. Uh, I can't remember what sort year. Of? It stars, I mean, in the way all gritty sports movies are, like like Rocky is a sports movie, right? Yeah. But it's when you break it down, it might not be really about boxing. It's just the boxing is a device to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Is there, right. I'm totally rabbit trail here, is there a sports movie that is just purely a sports movie, in your opinion? Um... Uh, when I define it the way I just did, probably not. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't. There are there are good sports movies that like try to tell a story, mm-hmm. and then there are just bad sports movies. I think that don't depict 
sports well and aren't good movies. There are movies that depict sports pretty well and then are bad movies and they're sort of entertaining. There are very, very few, (coughs) again, this is all my opinion, very, very few movies that depict sports well and depict and make a good movie and tell a good story. Um, And and I guess those are still sports movies because they're about sports in a way. They're just not good ones. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That makes sense. Um, There aren't really very many football, American football, for everyone listening. There aren't really many of those and hardly any of them are good. Any Given Sunday really gives it a a shot. Uh, It's it's from... It's from 1999. Uh, it stars. It's quite a cast. It stars Al Pacino, Cameron Diaz, Jamie Fox, uh, Dennis Quaid. It's a LL Cool J's in there. Good wow. for him. Wow, some names I have not heard in a while. Yeah, and uh, and it's directed by Oliver Stone, who has done a lot of things in his life. Um, this is really gritty and is basically trying to show life in professional football how how violent and how crazy it is um it it's it's a lot more artsy than most again sports movies in quotations but than sports movies and and that the the camera work is a lot more shaky and it really feels like it's it, like it knows what it's going for. Hmm. I'm just not sure that what it was going for is for me. Right. People really love it, and and <coughs> like the performances are good. The story's interesting. It's way too long. It's two hours and forty two <laughs> minutes. Oh my which gosh! Which is way too long. It's nearly um, as long as but, a football game. Right. But uh, I'm glad I watched it. It was it was enjoyable, but not one that I'll probably ever go back to. Honestly. Hmm. Um, yeah. Any given Sunday. Would yep. you say that The Rock's fantastic performance in the 2010 movie, The Tooth Fairy, um, is a sports movie? I, I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that one. Um, I remember the, the picture, uh, like the movie poster, and he's wearing a football jersey mm, and wings, mm-hmm. I think. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. yeah. I'm, and probably it's a, a tutu, It's a sports yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, yeah, it's a sports movie. It's a sports sure. movie. Okay, good. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for. Would you call the Fast and Furious franchise a sports movie? Absolutely not. Okay, but there's like street uh, racing and. I at don't least the first know if one. I really call like street racing a sport. Okay. Uh, I mean, I also like, don't like know a, what the answer to that is. I just feel like someone yeah. will be offended. Oh well. Out of, like, the seven people who listen to this, I'll take my chances. Probably um, one of them is a street racer, and, and she's <laughs> really offended right now. Um, yeah. Like, like, I think it takes talent to street race. Yeah. I'm not doubting that. Yeah, for sure. But, no, I, I'm not sure I hmm. really think. No, Fast and the Furious is, like, an action, action, yeah, just action. action. That's crime. it. Yeah. At okay. this point, at this point, it's an action like heist franchise. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying really hard to think of a what's your one to ask What's your favorite that. sports movie, Shelby? Is there is there a sports movie you like? I like Remember the Titans, which is funny because I know that you oh, don't really. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Um, I just I remember watching it as a kid and was like, oh wow. 
and then grew it's up heartwarming. and then have ju- has just decided to not analyze it as far as like whether or not it's a good movie i just have kept the oh wow feeling yeah yeah they got some things wrong if you went back and watched but <laughs> oh for sure yeah but i just have decided to just let it live in that sweet spot in yeah, your brain yeah yeah that's good yeah the sandlot oh yeah I always see, I never in my brain put that into the sports movie category. I know we've talked about this before. And every time you say it, I'm like, oh, of course it's a sports movie. And it's like maybe the best sports movie ever that I have seen. It's right up there. Yeah. Like Um, happily would watch that movie any day. I'm fully aware that we've maybe had this entire conversation before. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever watched... Uh, any boxing movies and what do you think of those um i know i've seen like some of the rocky but i not and i don't remember sitting down and watching one all the way through i feel like it was like a situation where like it was on tv right and like maybe i've just gotten pieces um i remember what's the one with russell crowe Hold on. I'm thinking of oh oh Cinderella Man. That yeah I've seen I've seen that one. I've seen Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Um I I don't know if I can say that I know him because I haven't actually technically met him. But one of Ben's like long time long 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 time family friends is um an Olympic medalist for boxing and he just oh, had a fight on Sunday. All of his professional fights so far, um, he's undefeated. And so he went up against someone on Sunday who was also undefeated, and he knocked him out. Boom. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Do you know know this guy's name? Um, His name is David Nika. Okay. Catherine, Uh Ben's mom, was just in Australia with his mom because they're best friends. Wow. I know. So I know lots of people who know an Olympic medalist. Oh, very exciting. But, um, yeah, boxing. Um, Boxing's cool. Um, Roller derby is an awesome sport. Yeah, you liked that one movie. I've decided that roller derby is a sport I can get into. I'm looking up David Nika right now. Okay. Nika? Uh, Or is it Nika? N-Y. I. Yeah, yeah, I I looked it up. (coughs) I I found him. He was not hard to find. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, there is a photo gonna... of like baby Sophie, like four year old Sophie, like kissing him when like he was like little and like oh. it's adorable and she's like Ah Congratulations claimed Sophie. him except for not because he has a partner and she has a partner and that and that's totally oh. fine. But it's just a funny anecdote because because it, you know. She kissed a, an Olympic medalist. Like that's cute. Con- As a child. Congratulations, but, Sophie. You know. Uh, I'm Proud of you. Good, good family friends. Yes, very nice. Yeah. Uh, the have you? Moneyball is my favorite sports movie. I just want that on the record. I still have not seen it. It's very good. And Brad Pitt, just a wonderful, you, wonderful. You do love Brad Pitt. Thing. Um. Okay. Uh. Cool runnings. Runnings. Cool. Cool runnings. <laughs> cool runnings is pretty good. It's that. I'll is give a you that. Great sports movie. <laughs> it's. Pre- I would it's watch pretty that enjoyable. movie right now with you if you wanted. Oh yeah. All right. Let's do it. We'll be okay. back. In, Bye guys. In about Thanks an hour and a half, everybody. Yeah. <coughs> great uh, movie. <laughs>
All right. Uh, what what have you been doing? <laughs> um. Yeah. Besides, uh, just mm, finishing moving house, being stressed about all of the schoolwork that I'm not doing. Um, we no have. Problem. Yeah, it's fine. Um, we started watching the Midnight Club on Netflix, mm. which is a spooky mm-hmm. ghost story. It's from the same guy that did Midnight Mass and Haunting of Hill yeah. House and Oof. Bly Manor, which oh, I got man. Andrew to watch Midnight Mass, and I think... And part of and the next one, and then I was like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still think that Hill House is maybe one of the best, especially like ghost story TV series, yeah. like ever. The storytelling... Is so good. Yeah, it certainly wasn't that it was a bad show that the reason I stopped watching. I just couldn't handle it, really. If we lived yeah. near each other, I feel like you would have finished it because I would have come over and met Oh, absolutely. And I would have just like made us margaritas and then we would have watched it. But it's also it, not something everyone, that you necessarily want to watch by yourself. Now, everyone, please understand that any horror movie or show that I watch, I usually am watching by myself. Scary. So, uh... So yeah, it's not not always my favorite activity, and definitely not my favorite genre, just yeah. in general. So, um, yeah, please, please go on though. I would never have watched this before Ben, but right. Ben loves scary spookies, and now I do as well, which is confusing because I am a child, and so like we. Watched a couple of episodes the other night, and I was like, let's keep watching. This is so great. And then it was like, time for bed. And I was like, I don't want to go down the hallway. It's really dark. Like, so that's that's my mentality. I'm like, this is so nice. Except for then the going to sleep part. And I've yes. been having work dreams throughout the last week or two. And so then after great. that night, I just had like spooky work dreams. And I was like, this is not a combo that I want. Like, ooh, scary <laughs> reports. Like, that's not what you want. So, no. um, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. So I'm a child about the whole spooky thing. Um, this show, um, The Midnight Club, feels a bit diluted. Compared to Midnight Mass and Bly Manor and Hill House, it's about a girl that gets diagnosed with cancer. It's terminal. So she finds this hospice home that's specifically for young people. And so she goes. And then, of course, all of this, you know, the spooky, you can imagine it's a, it's a house where people go to, to die. So there's all these spook, spooky things. Um, I think what makes it interesting is um, there are stories within stories. So every episode also has a side story that's being told. And that story is kind of reflective of whatever character is telling the story. And they're in different genres. So some of them are... Um, more sci-fi or more horror. One of them is filmed like, and black and white, 1940s detective story, see? And so um, it that makes it kind of interesting and fun. Um, but I'm also totally hooked and will definitely watch the whole thing. And I want to know what's going to happen. And Ben and I have been having these fun moments of like, oh, do you think she's, oh, is that the, oh, I don't know. Uh, and so that's fun. That is fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
I would say I'd watch it, but I prob I might not. Yeah. But um, no, it sounds it sounds intriguing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just told Ben the other day. I was like, I think I want to watch a spooky scary, and so it was good okay. timing. There you go. Because it just came out not Very too long nice. ago. So. Do you know? Um, are, are you close to done with it? I think we watched episode five last night, and my okay. guess would be is that there's like eight to ten. Sure. Don't know for sure, but that would be my guess. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll I'll stay on trend here, and um, I watched I rewatched Get Out for the first time, first time rewatching. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Mm-hmm. It was on TV, but but it still showed most of it, honestly. Um, and it, it's a very good movie. I. I listen to one of my favorite podcasts. It's called The Big Picture. It's all about movies. Um, slightly pretentious at times, but <laughs> but most of the time just enjoyable um, movie discussions. Uh, but they did a horror movie draft, uh, I think, last week from when this came out. And uh, it was really entertaining. And, uh, and I recognize it's a genre that I know next to nothing about. Uh, Get Out was not talked about in that podcast, but it kind of put me on like a, a train of, oh, I should, I should watch a few. Halloween's coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. it, Hocus it'll be Pocus fun. too? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, so Get Out was on the other night and I turned it on and, and what a movie. It's very, very good. Um, it's, it's definitely more of a thriller than it is almost anything else, but, uh, the twists and the the turns they're just masterfully crafted and uh yeah an excellent movie definitely my favorite of jordan peele's at the moment out of the three uh but but yeah it's it's really great did you say that you have seen us or you haven't watched us yeah i've seen all three now you've seen all three Uh uh-huh yeah i think it was was my least favorite who was like, I won't watch that movie. That was where that's coming from in my brain, right? <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, maybe Melissa, too. Right. Yeah, maybe Melissa. Yeah. Now, you like us a lot, don't you? I really Aren't like you? us. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's probably my least favorite out of the three. I still liked it, but... That doesn't surprise me for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, but when... So when Andrew and I went to see Nope um, with all of our people and our friends when um, when Ben and I were in L.A. earlier this year. Um, <laughs> we were sitting next to Andrew and Melissa was on the other side. And um, I had seen some of the trailers before already. And so this one trailer popped up and Melissa doesn't like scary things. And so I just remember looking over and being like, don't watch this one. Like, close your eyes. Because <laughs> Melissa is a trooper and she was going to see this movie even though she didn't want to. So I was like, please don't traumatize yourself. Close your eyes. Don't watch this one. Well, that movie was called Smile, Ugh. and Ben is determined. Ben, he's like, no, it's going to be fucking great. And I'm like, no, I cannot. Terrible. It looks so scary. I have not even seen the movie, and I'm like, nobody smile at me. That's fucking creepy. Like, I just can't. I can't even do it. And so, of course, my response to, I don't want to see this movie, is Ben pulls this, like, long face with, like, the creepiest smile, and I was like, mm-hmm. I will... I will not hit you because that is bad, but I will really want to bop that look off of your face. I, re- I will walk out of this room, mister. I I will leave. I will exit the vicinity. Yeah, not a fan. I can't do it. Yeah, too, like, too much. Don't do it. 
It, you don't die. Actually, yeah. I think that's the point yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to die. Um, after listening to that podcast, I have been trying to work myself up to like watch a, a horror movie on Halloween. Okay. Like a classic one that I've never seen. And like which one? And right now I'm leaning towards the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, which is still supposedly quite scary, even all these years later. Should we watch a scary movie together on Halloween? I mean, obviously, uh, if sure. it's one of us, yeah, and then it won't yeah. be for both, but I don't care. Right, right. Uh, yeah, no, it sounds good. We, you... we watched Sorry. Midsommar together. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We yeah. did. We did that. We did that. We did that. Yeah. Um. Did you celebrate Halloween as a kid? I dressed up. Went a little. Did a little bit of trick or treating. I think. Uh, probably my church did like a harvest party when I was really little. Mm-hmm. Um. That, that's a, that's about the extent of it. I mean, okay. there there was there were some like corn mazes I went to as a teenager mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. things like that. But it wasn't. Uh, it's not that I didn't like, it's not like I had a problem with celebrating or my parents didn't not celebrate. It was more just like, eh, this is just something to do. And I'm not that into it. Right. I don't really love dressing up in costumes. Like I'm, it's never been my thing. Um, so yeah. Uh, you, um, there's photos of us like itty bitty, (coughs) um, like out trick or treating. Right. I don't remember that. I remember being Dorothy for a harvest festival. There you go. Yeah, and Megan was Ruth, which basically meant that mom sewed together. Mom, mom <laughs> could make clothes. She ma- she could make yeah. clothes, but she basically just like sewed a sheet together. And then like <laughs> Megan was, and it was like brown colored, right? Because that's biblical. And so like Megan was Ruth. I don't I don't know why I remember that it was Ruth specific, but it was. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, and I was Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I actually remember, like, had a trick-or-treat experience I remembered until high school. And I was like, what is, oh, like, I knew what it was, but I was like, well, okay, like, this is what. But then at that point I was like, is this still cool? Like, am I too old for this? But I went with a friend and she was going with her, um, like, little baby nieces and nephews. And I was like, okay, well, if there's a time to go where, like. I'm just with my friend who's with her, like, small relatives. Like, that's fine. There you go. Um, yeah, that was that was really about it. Thought, thoughts on, like, adults-only Halloween parties? Um, I have been to some of those. Yes, yeah, me too. Um, I mean, okay, okay. Before we, before we do that, we need to take a step back and recognize that, like, I'm not sure I like parties anymore. So to add in a level of now there's homework because you have to pick a costume. Let me... Thoughts on just adults celebrating Halloween without kids. Right. Is that better? Is Um, that better? Just get rid of the the party aspect? I think... Because I agree. I'm not a huge, like, party person either. I think, like, that, that could be totally fun. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if our friend group got together... And had, like, a spooky, scary movie night or something. Um, yeah. And, like, yeah, if people want to dress up and have a Halloween party, like, that's cool. Um, sure. I'm not totally sure that's my cup of tea, but, um, like, I could, yeah, I could be for that. Sure. All right. 
Yeah. What, yeah, what I think, about you? I think for the most part, I'm with you. Uh, part of it is like, just just let the kids have this one, guys. <laughs> maybe we should sit this out. Maybe we shouldn't like dress up a little sluttier than we usually do in in our Even normal lives. The problem, right? Is like, is an adult <laughs> Halloween party just an excuse to like show up to a party like barely clothed? Like, is that is that what's happening? And and is there anything wrong with that? <laughs> there's not, but I don't feel not, the need to participate. That's that, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably where I land, yeah. too. Yeah, it's just, just not, yeah, yeah it's, One year, I like candy, Anna sort of. threw a murder mystery party that was set in okay. the Roaring Twenties on Halloween, and so, like, that's the, nice. the dressing up served a purpose, because you yeah. had to, like, fit your character, and then it was also, like, you know, the game, and it was dinner, and right. it was not a huge group of people, um... I, it was Excuse quite me. a fan of that. That was a good party. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really nice. Kind of wish people would think more, but that's fine. Sure, of course. Yeah. I think that the way to do it for an adult-only Halloween party is a scary movie night. I think that's yeah. the way to go. That's what you do. Um, maybe get, like, huge bags of candy, pass yeah. them around, uh-huh. bob for some apples. <laughs> okay, okay. I will say, though, that here in Aotearoa... In New Zealand, um, people really like to dress up here. Oh, like I, th- I was really hoping it was an anecdote about Bobby Crabble's. <laughs> no, um, I, that would be delightful, though. Honestly, um, no, people really like dressing up here. So you'll go to a party, and like, and like on the invitation, the invite, the message, whatever. If it says fancy dress, it does not mean that you dress formally. It means that you come in costume. That's cool. And people here get on board. And I don't... I don't totally get it because I'm like... The part of me that like wants to dress up and pretend, that part of me does theater. And I get that fixed every couple of years. But people here, they're just like, no, dressing up is really fun. And and so they do... Whether it's like a work Christmas party or it's a birthday party or it's a Halloween... Halloween's not big here. But, like, if it's a Halloween party or if it's, like, a Christmas party, but the theme will be something. Like, people just really like to dress up. I think a costume party is more on point than an adult's Halloween party. And, I think that's where I'm at. But also, when you put the word adult in front of everything, it just makes it dirty. Right? An like, adult costume party is better than an adult Halloween party. Yeah, but like whenever it's an adult, it's just like oh, yeah. okay, like that's you're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an adult only trip to the uh, trip to the library later. Yeah. You're right. It does make everything. It does make everything sound a lot worse. It does. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is a very adult podcast. See, it just makes very. everything dirty. Well, I don't. <laughs> I was just thinking that because because I think you've said the F word a couple of times. That's it. Yeah, no, it's that. Whenever yeah. I pull up our podcast to listen to it because it's helpful and also it's funny. <laughs> um, I um, whenever there's like the explicit, I just giggle because I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not. 
it's not you. It's not usually our guests that we bring on. Like, it's me. Like, I'm... I I'm swear sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you have... Do you have one... Another thing to recap? Or are we... Are we good there? I... Uh, no, I mean, it's Tuesday. I'm not sure I've done really anything else. Yeah. You watch The Two Towers, the extended <laughs> version... Yeah, like uh, Shelby six and a half hours. Can't say it. Yeah, Shelby can't say it because she'll get exiled from the country. Yeah. But that movie is too long when you add in the deleted scenes. And I like Lord of the Rings. I've read. Oh yeah. Lord of the Rings, the the trilogy. I've read it three times. I like Lord that's, of the Rings. That's that's a lot. Um, this movie. The Two Towers is a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, really good. I feel like you said that was your favorite, right? It is my favorite. If I came to them all new now, I don't know if it would be my favorite. Mm. Uh, but but that that's yeah. that's how it's always been. So no, I really like it. I still think Fellowship is my favorite. I feel like I probably watch Return of the King more, but I think I just like the closure. You do like closure. But I do I do like Two Towers. You know what's interesting? Um a while ago we talked about um escapism. And we talked about different, um, like, stress-managing methods, according to the book, Burnout, um, Finishing the Stress Cycle. Um, They actually say that, like, if you are feeling like you're in your fight-or-flight mode, if you watch a movie where you can go through the process with a character, if you're that that empathetic person and you watch a movie and you feel their feelings and you get a good cry in and then you get that resolution at the end... That is actually an active form of stress relief. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Right? So, when I watch the two towers, and we go through the battles, and we fight all the bad guys, and our friends have betrayed us, and then, oh, we're friends again, and then we've killed the giant spider, and then it's the catharsis of throwing the ring into Mount Doom, and then we fly away on eagles, and then... The rest of the world is You jump peace. movies here, but yeah. 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 Well, battles, the spider... What did I say that wasn't in Return of the King? I think you I think you said two towers when you... Oh, did I? ...started oh. this... Yeah. Sorry. Meant Return of the King. Because yeah. you, you want that closure, that catharsis. Aragorn is king now. Everything's right in the yeah. world. Frodo's sailing off on the ship. Sam has the love of his life. Everything's so uh, Oh, yeah. I love how that movie ends 12 times. It's great. <laughs> that is my one complaint. But to be fair, that's also how the book ends. Yeah, you're right. Excuse you're me. not wrong. There's actually more of an ending in the book than there's, we get there's in a lot, Return of the King. And, uh, yeah, arguably more interesting stuff than they put in the movie. But I get why they yeah. didn't put it in the movie. I am too. a little sad that they don't do the bit where they go back to the Shire and Saruman and Grima Wormtongue yeah. are just like running around causing havoc and just like, yeah. and I'm a little sad. That was pretty that. interesting. Yeah. yeah. That that was what I was referring oh, okay, to. Oh, okay, good, you know? good, good. We're on the yeah. same page. Good. Uh-huh. Uh, escapism, episode 12, everybody. Um, episode 12. Um, arguably one of our favorite episodes. Uh, it's arguably one of the best podcasts of all time. Well, do you do you want to tell us about Bali, Shelby? Bali. Um, I want to go. Yeah, me um, too. I think after this, I'm just gonna book flights and just do it. 
All right. Not actually. Book flights for me and you? Is that... Of course. Uh, well, okay. because... You said flights multiple. By 2024, so. the podcast will be paying us, and so it will be yeah. a work trip. Right. So you're going to book it for, for 2024? Yes. yes, and then I'll get oh, reimbursed okay. with interest. Too busy next year. Well, we're going. I'm going to Maui next year. Yeah, we can do. We can do it. Well, but we I can do it all. But I, I, I haven't been paid for the from the podcast yet. So sure, you fair know, enough. one one trip at a time, okay. Mister. No, in 2024, right. I have email us, sponsor uh, us, yep. trip it to Thank me you. at gmail.com. 2024, I have no um nothing set yet, and um, I'll have okay. four weeks of paid vacation. And, Fantastic. Um, where, how how am I gonna spend it? Uh, one of them at least, at least one of them in Bali, it at sounds like. in Bali. And I'm really hoping that, like, friends and family will come visit me so I don't have to go even further across the puddle. But we'll, we'll see. Okay, I'll do my best. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yep. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, <laughs> Bali. Bali is an island in Indonesia, um, which is north of Australia Australia okay. is just west of New Zealand. So I'm probably just as far away from Bali as I was when I was living in Seattle. But everybody here Crazy. goes to Bali. That's because, is, is that because you're so far away from everything? Yes. So it's still pretty, like that's one of the closest things? It is. Yeah, it is. Okay, like, basically, yeah. if you're not going to go to Australia, if you want to go farther than that, like, you might as well go to Bali. That's crazy. Like that, I know. I know. That's wild, yeah. right? But, like, once it you've is. gone to Fiji and you've gone to Samoa <coughs> and Tonga and, um, uh, oh, drawing a blank on that one. There's another one. Um, you know, if you want something a bit more exotic, something a little bit different, um, yeah. and you, you know, don't want to go to Australia cause that doesn't necessarily feel exotic to Kiwis. Um, then you go to Bali. Um, so it's an island in Indonesia, not, not a ginormous island, but it's also not an island that's like itty bitty, like from, um, Denpasar saying it wrong. So sorry. Um, which is the airport that we're flying into to Ubud, which is one of the places we'll be staying in for a day or two. Um, it's about a two hour drive. So, and like when you're looking at a map, that's only a, a portion of the island. It's, it's not that much of the island. So it's actually a decent size, which I think means too that when you're doing a five day itinerary, like you're not going to see everything, but right. um, hopefully I've picked some good things. I'm sure you have. Yeah. And when we go in I real life, we'll probably go for more than five days. Yeah. At least a week. At least a week. Because, okay, so it's it's about 2000 New Zealand dollars to get there. Okay. If you're going to pay 2000 New Zealand dollars to get somewhere, you should probably stay for more than five days. Yeah. Is, I, is my I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, that's a lot of money to go somewhere. Yeah. And you looked it up yep. from LAX. The cheapest flight is about $800. Yes, I found that about three months out from recording time. Okay. And yeah, it's about $800 for a... Uh, there was a layover in Hong Kong, another city we've built an mm -hmm. itinerary mm -hmm. for. Um, but uh, including that layover, it was like a 23-hour travel okay. day. 
Something like that. The quickest travel that I found was about 18 hours from New Zealand. But more commonly was about 20 hours. So, like, again, when you're looking at a whole day of travel, you're going to be exhausted and you're going to sleep when you get there. So, you're already almost like a day and a half in. So, ideally, it'd be like an eight or nine day trip with two days of travel. Kind of like Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. We've got to figure it out. That would be ideal. So, like, with most of my itineraries, I kind of found a key thing and then half-assed it a little bit. But I got really excited about a few things in Bali. Um, It is a food hotspot, not just for traditional, like, Bali, um, Balinesian food, but it's also because it's such a tourist destination, you can basically have any kind of food you want in Bali, and it can be some of the best food in the world. So, I want to eat my way through Bali. Um, I'll give yes. you a little bit of a spoiler. I would like to do that as well. Yes. And it's it's fairly inexpensive. Um, okay. Their currency is like one of those currencies where there's like, you pay like a million or like a hundred thousand. What really, what the difference, um, let's see, what's a nice one to do? Um, so like a hundred thousand Indonesian rupias is about twelve New Zealand dollars. Uh, so yeah, that, really big that's number, good. but yeah. not actually that expensive. So that's that's good fun. Um, when we fly in, the uh, the airport is on the southern side of the island, and if you go. There's, um, there's like this little sticky outy bit on the island. And so if you keep going south and then you go to the west, there is a temple. And that's going to be, depending on what time of day we fly in, uh, that's going to be our very first stop. Okay, I think it's pronounced the Uluwatu Temple. Um, I, I think that this, I think you nailed it. Yeah, thank you. I think that this place would be incredible. And I think that, like, visiting temples, mosques, cathedrals, those sorts of things when you travel, I think it's easy to fall into that, like, tourist trap where you're just there. There maybe isn't quite the same amount of respect that there should be. I remember walking into Notre Dame when we were in Paris And, like, mass was happening. Like, it was an active service, right? And there's Parisians that go there for their service. And people were walking around in, like, flash photography, and they were talking. And it's a cathedral. Like, those acoustics carry. And I just remember being so shocked that people were so rude. And, like, I shouldn't be shocked because people, especially tourists, can be really, really rude. But I think it's one of those situations where you go in... Like, I'd want to do a little bit of homework beforehand, right? Like, what's the history of this temple? Like, what's actually the significance behind it? Are there locals who do use it for worship? Because it does say it gives um, opening hours and closing hours for tourists, but it's open 24-7 for worshipers. So people will actually be there to practice their faith, which is both cool, but also something to be aware of. So that way, when you show up, you're not rude and you're not taking photos with them in it and you're not talking over maybe something that's really significant to them. Um, 
Just something right. to be aware of. A couple thoughts. Mm-hmm. I do think the more popular places, uh, not even, not even just regionally, but like, like you're talking Notre Dame, maybe the most prolific like church of all time ever yeah, yeah. cathedral mm-hmm. <laughs> um or i think uh, like kyoto and the right. golden pavilion which is i mean <laughs> if you've seen a picture of kyoto you've probably seen a picture of the golden pavilion mm-hmm. uh that would be my experience uh, uh, that would align with your notre dame experience but i think of experiences in other temples or cathedrals where it's like oh yeah everyone's quiet as a as a uh, pun intended church mouse and and like you don't hear anything and and everyone knows what to do mm-hmm. and and you can so i do think it depends a little bit on how popular it is to every tourist not just not just the ones that are come like like i don't know if i don't know enough about the temple you have down here um but i don't think anyone's booking a trip to bali to go to this temple maybe 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 that's not fair yeah a few people probably but probably not the majority of people you're probably you're probably booking a trip to bali to go to the beach right right yeah (laughs) so uh, yeah i think that's something to keep in mind where whereas people book trips to europe or to uh, or to Kyoto, or to somewhere else to see these specific places. So I think the lesser known temples or cathedrals, it, it is a little easier to get sucked into the moment and really and really feel things as opposed to the tourist traps yeah. um, elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, a few other things to keep in mind, like, like just as a photographer, please read the signage and yeah. know what you can take pictures of and what you can't mm-hmm. um, that that really can affect people's experience and and they have just as even though you ha- carry a really fancy camera they have just as much right to be there and mm-hmm. enjoy it as you do mm-hmm. so um yeah and, and i think things like that it's easy to get lost and 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 forget about but uh, but please don't yeah yeah, yeah. and just just yeah. be courteous yeah right it's like it's not hard to be thoughtful yeah like, it's really not. And I think it's it's almost like going into someone's house, right? Like, don't, you know, throw your shit everywhere. Like, don't. Right. There's just, there's just things, right? Like, if you're going to be a guest somewhere, there's just things that you do and things that you don't do. So I think this is, yeah, this is one of those situations. But it's on. This place looks amazing. Right? I knew. I was like, oh, I'm just going to love this. Because the pictures here, I'm sure, like, the potential it's just, oh, it's just incredible. I think ideally I'd like to go at sunset. That's what everybody says. Because the, the temple is on a cliff. And it kind of has these pathways that snake yeah. along. And so it has these different stations. Um, I think it's something that you could go maybe like after dinner or maybe even after lunch and you could walk around, you could take all your photos, you could experience everything, and then be there for sunset and see the sun go down over the ocean, and it would just be spectacular. I know they do some touristy things, which isn't necessarily a part of, like, the religious element at the temple. It is pretty touristy, but, you know, I'm kind of at a point in life where I'm like, eh, 
it's touristy. Might be fun. Like, whatever. No big deal. I don't I think touristy at a place like... I, I Yeah, I agree. I think touristy at a place like this is... Um, I, I mean, that's how these people live. Yeah. Like, that's how they make their money. That's, that's how they make a living. So, um, some of the things they sell might be a little hokey. Some of them... Like it, yeah. Maybe sometimes it's not great. Like a shop might not be great, or it might be a, a total, uh, zoo with all the people mm -hmm. visiting. But but like, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they need to they need to live too, and, and they get to do it while um being at an amazing, uh, landmark. So yeah, and uh, and there's photos of like, it looks like a. Almost like an amphitheater style structure where it's like a, a stage in the middle with like dancers and there's like fire and th there's someone in a monkey costume. And I'm like, you know what? I am always for a fire dancing ceremonial show. Like, that's cool. Don't, I don't Absolutely. care. Like, that's, that's awesome. That's always a good time. Looks like it's daily too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's cool. I think that that would be what a great way to just kick off. The architecture's cool. The scenery's cool. What good the, the There's a picture of the path right at the top of the link you shared. But um, uh, and we always tell people during these like, <coughs> Google the Google photos. Uh -huh. We we can't sum up in words what these photos are. But the the path, for lack of a better comparison, looks like. Um, outside of it being like a cliff over what I assume is the, the ocean, um, the, the path itself looks a bit like the Great Wall of China in a way, yeah. in mm -hmm. that it, it spans over this cliffside and it stretches on for quite a ways. And, and yeah, it looks, it looks really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Do you know what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you know, I've been trying to find what religion the temple actually practices, but I have not found it. Um, I, mm, 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 I think it's Hinduism. Okay. Mm -hmm. I believe that it's a Hindu temple. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sure there's a lot to learn about. Um, there's a little blurb um, underneath... Or I guess just right above the fire monkey photo, um, about like the there's like the Hindu trinity and like the different like deities. Yeah. Oh, and, okay, yeah, I see that. Now. Yeah, uh -huh. um, and like it okay. would be really interesting. Um, I think that this place was developed by a monk of some esteem and renown, and so like he'd be interesting to learn about. <coughs> um, yeah, it would it would be pretty cool. Yeah, come for uh, the views and and stay for everything else. It seems like um, there uh, there are yeah. monkeys running around. Um, can get into a bit of mischief. Um, sure, so as monkeys do. Don't keep your sunglasses on your head and don't leave your camera <laughs> unattended. But right. that can also create some really good fun, right? Right. Yeah. <coughs> Usually more memorable than yeah. bad. So yes. 
Remember that one time the monkey stole my bag of peanuts? Yes, yes, I do. I always will remember you, that. Absolutely. Are you walking around with a bag of peanuts very often, Shelby? No, not very often, but for some yeah, reason okay. that was in my brain. Because if a monkey stole your camera, we'd be like really upset about it, right? Sure. But so bag of peanuts was like very low risk, very low stress. Like, yeah. oh, that monkey. I, I do love peanuts. Silly monkey. Um, I'd love to just walk around this temple with just like a bag of bananas. Like, ha be great. Uh, this place is, some of it was built in the 10th century, it looks it's like. Just, so I don't even know old. how old that is. No concept. Uh, 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 10,000 years. Yeah. At least. Both. Yeah. Yeah, ten, yeah, ten, about 10,000 years. And? No, 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 I'm sorry, 1,000 years. 1,000 years. Added to, added to zero. Also, the entry fee is less than four New Zealand dollars. Yeah. I, I love a, a cheap temple. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you got me there. <laughs> love a cheap temple and love a slow boat ride. <laughs> you, they're both Tripitumi certified equal levels. Uh-huh, yeah. The highest level, really. Incredible, incredible. So that's going to be day one. Um, we are in, when you fly in, and then you go to the temple, uh, the region that you're going to be in is fairly urban from the looks of it. Fairly touristy, maybe a bit crowded. You might feel a little squishy with all the people. So we'll stay there that night. I didn't really bother too much to look for a place to stay that night because your options are going to be plentiful. It's not going to yeah. be too hard. Um... I don't think anything is going to be horribly expensive either, unless you want it to be. I think there's a good range in Bali from, like, hostel, really inexpensive, backpacking, you know, that style of traveling, to luxury. I think a lot of people go to Bali because they can get a good bang for their buck, and they can have that, like, really bougie experience without having to pay the dollars like you would on Maui or, you know, anything like that. So the next day, we are going to head out to, uh, it is called Ubud. And on our way out there, like I said, it's about a two-hour drive. Um, maybe a little bit longer, depending on where you're staying. Um, but Ubud seems to be a great region for lots of different things. There's lots of nature and waterfalls. It's more inland, so it's not going to be that coastal, beachy, balliness. So you might get away from some crowds. But um, it's known for restaurants, it's known for really good food, um, and it's got some pretty significant landmarks. So the one that we're going to look at this day is, we'll see if I can say this, the Telegalaleng, Telegalaleng, Telegatum. How would you say You've added an L, you've added an L before the G. Oh dear. Oh, Tegalaleng. Yeah, I, I believe that's it. Tagalaleng. Yeah. Maybe that's what... I don't know. It's something like that. Um, it's a rice terrace. This yeah, is the place that yeah, I want to go beautiful. to. And I just want to, like, walk and, like, probably more monkeys and take a picnic and, like, sit and take it in and then walk some more. There's so much that you can do and see here. And it just... It looks... Bizarre. And awesome. It's yeah, like it these steps have been carved out of a hill. 
and it's so green right. and it's so lush and there's kind of jungle around it but these rice terraces just look gorgeous on the link that i have there's an aerial view and i you know what it reminds me of at christmas there's a sugar cookie design where you take like one cookie and then you you like a Christmas tree and then you make it smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and you stack them right and so you frost it and stack it frost it that's okay, the yeah. look that's what this looks like to me I'm like I could make the rice terraces <laughs> out of sugar cookies and then I could just ah, munch all of their layers eat it all in one go that's what it looks like to me yeah you you could do that uh-huh. um uh, yeah I see the comparison thank you Thank you this for is, humoring me on that wild comparison. This is far more beautiful. I love cookies. <laughs> I just love them. Mm-hmm. But this is, uh, the, some of the these photos are astounding. Um, yeah, how no, many, I, how many I would photos love to go here. Do you think you would take in a day if we went there? How, can I ask a question before I give you an answer? Yes. Is the, do you think they got this aerial view from like a helicopter or do you think there's a hill, like a mountain up above this? <coughs> um, I've been trying to find it. Give me one second because it says something. It says here yeah. in this section, once you arrive, the first thing you can obviously do is savor the view from the top of the elevation. Yeah. Okay. Then, then it's over a thousand probably. Right. But I do wonder if that just means that you stand at the top of right. the rice terraces. But even then, that would be quite a quite a view. Yeah. Um, now this is gorgeous, just shockingly beautiful. They're also one point three kilometers away. Is a cafe where you can try authentic Balinese um, coffee. And, you don't want to do that, though, right? And I'm like, I'm set. Like, that's me the whole day. Like, get me there, sit me down, do a tasting of coffee, start your morning out, bring some pastries, or I don't know what you eat for breakfast in Bali, but bring whatever that is. And like, It looks like this coffee shop has, like, fresh bread <gasps> and some fruit, maybe. Oh it, yeah, gosh. it does not look bad, that's for oh, sure. So that's the morning right there. And then, and then we hang out in the rice fields and the rice terraces. We pack a picnic. We do that. Yeah. And then when you've taken 5,000 photos and when we're completely sunburnt and content, then we can leave. And then when we leave, we will go oh. to Murnie's. Can, can I say, oh, yes. can I say something of else? Course. This is a, uh, Unisec, uh, I don't know if I said that right. World Heritage Site. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do you have any interest in like things like that, where it's like, okay, this is a renowned group of people who say everyone should go there. Um, I think I think I did read that, and I was like, oh, okay, like that's cool. I'm yeah. not sure that I would ever like Google the list to see what it was. I think that part yeah. of me that's like, no, I want to find my own cool places gets grumpy about sure. that. But that, I that also feel right. validated that like, oh, lots of other people thought that this place was extraordinary. That It's on their list and it's also on my list. Yeah. I've thought about 
printing off like lists of mm. the world heritage sites and trying to like cross them off. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a huge like list person in that I don't like I'm not a huge like to-do list person. I right. do like lists in general. <laughs> um but but this is that's one of those things where I'd be like, "Oh, yeah. that'd be cool yeah. to say I've done all of those." And so, it's it's um, also yeah. Like this the rice terraces, it's not it's not like going to a park, right? Like we talk about you could go to New York and go to Central Park. And that's a different experience than going to San Diego and going to Balboa Park. Completely different experience. But the geography of the the land and how it's nestled into this community, it just feels so unique. I'm sure there are other yeah. places in the world that you could see something like this. But I haven't come across anything like it. Yeah, rice... Like terraces and things like this are are shocking and, and like so lush looking. We don't really see them in at least that I'm aware of, like in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I can't speak much past that, but it just it, yeah, it's a terrain that I it it just strikes me and, and is like oh I I should really go see that we should really go <laughs> yeah. to Bali yeah uh-huh. <laughs> absolutely so Andrew can take five thousand photos five thousand I did say one thousand but I do like that you times it by five yeah mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. giving you some <laughs> wiggle room I appreciate it mm-hmm. uh, yeah so next I can give you the other camera and you can go to town too. And then I'll just delete all of mine because yours will be better. Uh, so next after um, right. we're gonna get some food. So okay. we are gonna go yes, to please. Murney's um it's either Warung or Warung. I don't know where the stressed syllable is. Um I believe yeah. that Warung is a word that's used for more of like a street style restaurant like it's not necessarily like a brick and mortar restaurant it's something that's maybe a bit more mobile that's my my vague understanding um what's cool about this place is that it has different levels so it's an open air restaurant but it's situated on a hill and you start at the top and then you can actually work your way down the hill because they're all connected by walkways and paths and things. And so you can go to different levels and um, and pick what level you want to be in. Yeah. And it's going to be it, m- more of your traditional um, Balinesian food. But I'm just like, can we, let's just have an appetizer on level one. And then we'll get a drink on level two. And then we'll just like go down. And by the time we get to the bottom, I'll be drunk as a skunk. And we'll have to go back up the hill. Um, And it looks like this place also has like accommodation and places to stay. So that's an option if you wanted to do that. Um, But again, in this place is called Ubud. Um, It looks like there's ample, ample places to stay. So it really depends on your budget and what vibe you want. Um. It looks like a cool place to stay. Right. I, I'll say that. Yeah, um, the food looks good as well. I have mm-hmm. got, I have now gotten to the food photos, uh-huh. and I am hungry. And like we could, we could just talk about the food. Oh yeah. my goodness! I, I again, I just want to eat my way through. I'm not really fam- familiar with like Balinese food. Yeah. Um, 
it seems like a, a nice mix of a few different regions, really. But mm-hmm. it looks it looks delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like they won some awards. <clears throat> like that's exciting. That's cool. Congratulations, Congratulations to Mernie. If you would like to sponsor us, Mernie's, um, you know, email us at your Heck, me at If you just want to come on the podcast, oh we'll do it. Yeah. 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 Mernie? We'll fly to you. You can feed us. I'm so sorry if we're not saying your name right. I'm but so, Mernie? I'm so sorry, Mernie. I'm so sorry. We'll Skype you in any week. I'm just really sorry that I'm I'm kind of learning another language at work right now. And so the idea of learning other languages and how to pronounce things correctly in the podcast feels really overwhelming. So I'm really it's a, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> okay. Mernie does not mind. Mernie is okay. Looks like she's got a book maybe too. Yeah, it does look that. And it looks like maybe there are other locations in other parts of the world. (coughs) So Mernie is branching out. Okay. And this is what we have all been waiting for. Oh. Okay, we've moved on past Mernie? Yeah, we have. We have. Okay. Um, When I think Bali... Do you know what two words just immediately come to mind? And I thought, if I go to Bali and I don't, I don't have this experience, I, I will be mad at myself. Rice fields. Nope. Um, ocean water. Uh, well, yes, but not, not necessarily. Okay. Um, oh. Infinity pool. I was going to see how long you'd let me guess, because they did know the answer. I mean, you can keep going if you want. It was no, good fun. I, we're, all good, we're good. Ocean yeah. water was a really good one. You really got me with that one. Yeah, really good guess. You really got me with that one. Um, okay, so this first one. So there's there's two options in, in Ubud um, when we're staying there. Um, and I've booked one one night, and then I've booked the other the other day. Um, of course. The first one that we're looking at. Sorry, Mernie. Uh, sorry, Mernie. Um, the first one that we're looking at is that the Viceroy. Um, this is uh, accommodation, so it's a villa. Uh, there are different rooms. They range in price from like three hundred, which I couldn't totally understand if, like, what currency their website is is in. So that's a little bit of a mystery. If you're going to book here, I'd recommend emailing and getting some clarification (laughs) because I don't. And some other things like the restaurant menu prices are a shorthand for the Indonesian, um, what are they called? The Indonesian rupiah. And so when you look at it and it says it's like $130, it's not actually. It's like 30 New Zealand dollars. Um quite a bit different so i'm not exactly sure if the accommodation part of that does something similar with the prices so would definitely call or definitely email to get accurate it's hard to tell prices for your <laughs> currency yeah i kind of feel like there's no way that those prices are either new zealand or american dollars just based on other things that are priced differently and less expensive but there's a range of prices for the rooms there's rooms that have like a private pool and like a private like swim up pool where it's like you swim and then it's like oh you're in your villa and i mean just absolutely gorgeous we should do that one we should do that one i really really want to and they've got two restaurants one is called aperitif which is just a delightful name the other one is called cascades Cascades has 
a infinity pool swim up bar, which is so many of the right words in the right order in the right (laughs) sentence. And when I was like looking up this like infinity pool swim up bar and this restaurant and in Bali, I just had to Google because I was remembering our Samstown pool experience and how we thought it was closed, but then it wasn't closed. And so we went in anyway. Yeah. Um, I really, really want to go to this place and just, just have so many cocktails and have the best food ever and just like live in that pool for like a solid, like six hours. I want that too. I really want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the... The in USD, I'll look at New Zealand for in just a minute. Um, USD for like a random date in February is two hundred seventy-seven dollars. That in New Zealand is more than reasonable. It is. Which room type was that? That was just the cheapest. Okay. Some of the others were <laughs> were way up there. Mm-hmm. In New Zealand dollar, that's four eighty. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It it's probably cheaper the further you book it out, I would imagine. I would um, imagine. Because this place looks pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was on a list that I found of the best infinity pools yes. in Bali. Yeah, it looks... I mean, it's gorgeous. And the, the restaurant. I didn't really spend much time looking at the aperitifs um, menu, but the Cascades menu is... It looks really nice. It's not Balinesian food, but you've got like white fish ceviche, um, mm. you know, tuna tartare, okay. grilled mm-hmm. octopus, tomato bruschetta, oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. just, ugh, yum, a lobster bisque. Um, they've got like fish and chips, and then they have some more, um, They've got one or two kind of like Polynesian style mains. Right. But like a red wine braised beef. So just like I I don't know I don't know what genre of food that is, but it's just fairly gourmet. Um I yes, it is yeah. it does seem like it. Just I, Yum. This is this seems to be um bordering on one of those those trips that I've talked about where it's like all right, stay somewhere cheap the first night. Right. And uh-huh. then and then treat yourself. And then this is the night um, that you splurge. You won't regret it. Yeah. Who, who I th- would I stay think that's a good way to go. At this place with an infinity pool swim up bar and this men and who would regret that? Who would be like, "Oh, that was $500 down the drain." No, my friend. <laughs> no, that's $500. Of an infinity pool and a wonderful bed and an inn, villa, pool, and cocktails Shelby, and some of the best food ever. Yeah. I know people who would be like, nope, I can't. It wouldn't be fun. And I don't understand those people. I. They Those people stress me out. I, I have been that person that's like, I don't want to spend money on food or accommodation. I've been that I get person. that. I get that. I am no longer. There's never person. been a part of... There's never been a part of me that's like, I don't want to do that. Right. There's been a part of me that's like, I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's never been a part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to do that. No, that would be a waste. Right. No. I'm like, how yeah. much How much money do I need to save so that way I have a guilt-free splurge right. night in this place? 
because it will be once in a lifetime and I'll never forget it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I'm right there with like you. Like, I can already the hear upper- the personal soundtrack that will be playing in my head while swimming around like a fucking drunk mermaid in that infinity pool just on a constant lap between bar, edge, bar, and, like, I'm just going to be the happiest person. I think you might need to rent out the room that, yeah, you, you got to get the room that has the infinity pool connected to it. Oh, my gosh. Um, just so that you don't have to walk anywhere. Yeah. 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 Because after that, I'll be like, can I swim to my room? Because I can't use these legs anymore. Because you'll be, you'll be swimming already. Just so. somebody give me a little floaty and I'll sleep here. <laughs> this aperitif restaurant also looks good. Does you looked it? at the other one, right? <coughs> yeah, it looks, mm-hmm. it looks very good. Yeah. Oh. No. I mean, I wonderful. figured with a name like Aperitif, like it has to be good, right? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, it looks fancy. It is fancy. Oh, it's, it's like it's 1930s themed. Yeah, right up your alley. Which is not the same in the rest of the world. In America, 1930s themed is like the Dust Bowl and the Depression. But in other places, it's not like that, which is what I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. And in other places, the 1930s is just like an extension of like the Roaring Twenties. It's great. Good on them. Yeah. Oh. Who cares about the impending world war? Yeah, nobody, nobody needs up. to worry about that. Yeah. Ben asked me, he was like, was the Dust Bowl real? And I was like, yes, it was. He's like, that wasn't just <laughs> like an exaggeration or like a thing that people talk about. And I was like, no, it was very real. And he was like, shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> These cocktails look incredible. They sure do. Oh, oh, they have yeah. several different kinds of Negroni. We've got to go. Oh. <laughs> you are going to be so far I'm going to be so drunk. We've we'll record that go. night, everybody, and it will be the worst episode we've ever done. It is. It's going to be wild. Oh, it's going to yeah, be awesome. Just terrible. Okay. So, um... We've uh, we've gotten the one infinity pool down. We know where we're going to stay. We have some of the most delicious food ever. So, the next day, I don't know if you're ready for this. Oh, I've been looking at the photos for the last, like, three minutes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm so ready. So, we're not staying here because it's outrageously expensive. <laughs> but we're going to buy a day pass, which is still expensive. Considering what it is. Yeah, it is. It's so expensive. But we're going to buy a day pass, and we are going to hang out at the Hanging Gardens of Bali. And we're going to live in this infinity pool that is just, like, like hundreds of feet above the jungle. And it's got two tiers, and so you just live in that pool. And there's, like, food on site. There's, like, all this stuff, whatever. Um... I, I just, I, I have never wanted to spend so much of a day in a pool ever before. It's a beautiful pool. Right? I feel even like... What is it about a infinity pools that really, that really um, calls to you? Um, I think it's just that feeling that like they just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, for infinity, it's, it's like being in the ocean without it being scary because waves aren't gonna. I love the ocean, but waves aren't gonna suck you out. There's also nothing in it that can eat you or sting you or zap you or anything like that. Um, 
It's zap. Also, well, I feel like I thought jellyfish, and then zap is the word that came out of my mouth. Mm, okay. Sting, I was just curious. Sting is still the right word, but um, zap felt right. I needed another. Yeah. Another like action word. Um, I liked it. And this infinity pool is just incredible because like. It's, it's very beautiful. It's so tall. It's so much of it is just the height. Like, oh, oh, I clicked on something. Oh dear. I'm gonna share this link because I feel There's like some a lady of, in a bathtub. Some of the have Sorry. you just like Googled it? No, not yet. Oh, okay. I've only I've only been looking at the the website. So I'm gonna share this link because <laughs> okay. some of those photos don't even do it justice. No, they really don't. Uh, because oh my gosh! Right? This is a seven-star hotel, by the way. Yeah. I didn't. Wait, I don't s- think those exist. A seven-star hotel? <laughs> that's that's what the link you just said. What? Did, what? I don't. <laughs> seven-star hotels aren't a thing, but this does look like one. Yeah. If the if it existed, this is what it would. Um... Is there like a table underwater? I'm I'm pretty confused, but no, this looks amazing. Right, like we have um, to go right. The the upper level pool in the first photo I saw is just like oh okay, it's just it's like, like up above. Yeah. No, it's it's a I don't know how the the world does meters and not feet. So it's like um, I don't know. Looks like a good like fifteen meters yeah. above above the bottom level. It's dramatic. An yeah, it's large. Yeah, I would go here. Thank you, thank you so much. Yes, we'll buy that pass, and we'll okay. just go hang out for the day. Yeah, um, even <laughs> the pass is expensive. Even the pass is expensive. Um, it's I did the conversion. <laughs> it's a hundred and fifteen dollars in New Zealand for two people. So you are paying about $60 per person to go hang out in a pool. And I am yes. okay with it. Shelby didn't give it a second thought. Nope. I was it's, like, well, whatever. Take all of my money. I want to go live yeah. in this infinity pool. The I restaurant just... looks very nice as well. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Well, if it's you a will have to pay hotel, more. For... Yeah. Seven star seven hotel. It's the, it is. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it I, like, is I'll the be honest. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I'm here for it. The first thing on the menu for the restaurant: uh-huh. pickle octopus tentacles. Oh, so uh, no. that's where we're at. No. No, I would eat those. I, I would enjoy. I don't like those. either of those things. I don't like pickles, and I don't like octopus tentacles. Oh. I mean, not like in well, general, just not to eat. I'm okay you if they're can, still, like, attached and, like, moving. I I bet they taste pretty good here. Like, I'm willing to bet you'd like them here if you went in with an open mind. I... Like, I would... Okay, is octopus chewy? Because I've tried calamari several times in several different places and countries. And it's just always chewy, and I don't like the texture. Uh, octopus is pretty chewy. I'm guessing this would not be... I'm guessing this is probably cut fairly differently right. um and um, I, like there's no way of knowing if it's sliced pretty thin then i think you get rid of some of the the chewiness right. but um have i told you I my horror have... story about the little baby squids i don't think so <laughs> can i tell it to you 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't need permission. So in eighth grade, we went on a field trip to the East Coast because I went to a private school and my parents made lots of sacrifices for me. Um, so we went to D.C. And um, on that trip, I remember we were somewhere between, I don't know, Monticello and, and some monument. And we stopped at this like really shitty buffet. And we're all tired. We're all grumpy. We're all hungry. Well, um, some of it had like different kinds of ethnic food, but like it was a little, I was like, I don't really, I don't really know if this is what we really, okay, fine. Sit down at the table and my friend across the way from me has on her plate these little baby squids. They're whole. They have not been cut or sliced. (laughs) They are just whole. And they're about three inches tall. And they still have their eyes in them. <laughs> and so we're eating. And all of a sudden yeah. she picks one up and she's like, la, 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 And she's like making a dance and move its tentacles. And its beady Fantastic. little fucking eyes are just staring across at the table, across the table at me. And I was like, you cannot possibly eat that. And she was like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to eat them right up. What am I going to? And so she's just playing with this thing. And then she just like eats. She just bites his head off and then just eats it. And she's like, oh, no, it's really chewy and gross. Yuck. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Yuck. Now, I also want to like throw up, but I haven't actually eaten him. But you have. And now I'm, I, I will never forget the pale, sickly color that was this little baby squid and the black eyes that just kept looking at me like you're going to hell for this like the whole time it was horrible it was absolutely horrible i was so upset with her and these little baby squids that i imagine just would have been so squishy and bouncy they should not have been food a couple things okay um i can't believe you were friends with marge simpson Uh, also, why, what, what buffet was this and why are they serving and why are they trying so hard? Like a a buffet is not going to be good. You said it was cheap and, and gross. Like why are they, they seem like they're trying way too hard. Way too hard. Um, there's no way, there's no way, even if you got past your uh, disdain for them serving little baby squid. There's no way those were quality or, or good tasting squid. I think I'm just opposed in general to eating an animal when I am consuming it in its entirety. And I don't mean the whole like you kill an animal, you use all the parts, right? Because that is being a good steward that is using it responsibly. When like you have murdered an animal, and I, like, I eat meat, so, like, that's a strong word. I'm being dramatic. But, like, when you're served meat, but it is still the shape that it came in originally, that's tough for me. Like, at least, like, with fish, give me, like, a portion. I don't think that happens anywhere aside from seafood, right? I think, I, th- I think. I guess maybe a chicken sometimes, but. But even then, right, like, there's not the feet attached and the head attached. Yeah, and the, right, it's right, right. Mo- it's just the body of it. But, yeah, I guess it's mostly seafood where it's 
here is the entire animal. Have fun. As someone who's had a whole fish, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. <laughs> so I can't really, I can't really um, <laughs> relate to you on this one. You but, don't mind, like, but I get eyes, it. Eyes just like looking at you. I mean, I don't like stare at it for five minutes before I eat it. Oh. So no, um, but I, I get it. Like I, I don't. Uh, okay. It doesn't personally affect me, but I. I, I don't want to eat anything that can look at me. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you're not gonna be a cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. I just, oh, um, no, I. It, it's a totally fair position to take. It's just, just whole fish is also pretty good. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have to take your word on that one. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Oh, okay. We are leaving the main oh, island okay. of Bali. <laughs> so sad. What so a sad. day we had, though. What a day. What a couple days. So many pools, so little time. Um. So this is the part where we get into the typical like, beach time of Bali. And I haven't really planned a whole lot for these two days. Um... We are going to go to Nusa Seningen. Seningen. I don't know know how to say it. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a smaller island off the coast. Seningen. (coughs) Seningen. Yeah, the G is throwing me off. Seningen. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Maybe. It's off the coast. It is just southeast of Denpasar, where we flew into. Um, It's... A boat right away, so I think you pay 30 or $40. You hop on a boat, you go across the water. We love a boat ride. That in itself, we love it's a boat not ride. just transportation, it's an experience. Yeah. You get to go on a right. boat ride in the Indian Ocean. How cool is that? Mm. I've never done that before, and I would love to. Right? I would highly recommend it. I also, no, I have done it. I was going to say I haven't done it, but no. I have done it. When I was in Perth, Congratulations. that was technically the Indian Ocean. There you go. Very, very proud of myself. Uh, so we, the main, the main attraction on this island for me is the Blue Lagoon. It is very pretty. And I think, I think this might be like the bougiest trip I've ever planned. It's, it's right up there. It, yeah. And like, I'm, I'm not overly bougie. I don't think like, I do love a good beach trip, but Usually, if I'm going to pick a destination, like, I can go to the beach here anytime, right? So, like, if I want to go to the beach somewhere else, it must be pretty spectacular. And let me tell you, folks, this looks pretty spectacular. This is similar to when I went to Fiji. You see photos, and you're like, "That's there's no way that that's actually what the water looks like. Like, that's definitely been edited. Yeah. It looks brighter, you know, whatever, whatever. And when I got to Fiji, I couldn't believe it because I was like, this, this is the photo that I took of the beach that we were on and I haven't done anything to it. And this is exactly what it looks like. And I just choose to believe that that is also the case for this blue lagoon. It is baby blue, crystal clear waters. And you can snorkel, you can go scuba diving there's surfing. I imagine any kind of your water sports you'd be able to do. I think you're probably going to have some cool tide pool situations where you can see the aquamarine life. And 
I think I would never want to leave, basically. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It it looks the that shade of blue and water is just it's it's perfect. Chef's kiss. Yeah, chef's kiss. It is trip it to me certified. Um oh. Yeah, it just looks like a lovely island and a perfect place to relax. <laughs> this um this blog says that it's um it's a milky blue blue Gatorade color. And as much as I hate that, it actually is a perfect description. Well, I don't feel so good, but I guess so, yeah. I just, I immediately felt sticky all over, because I just imagined swimming in the ocean, and then you're swimming in an ocean of milky blue Gatorade. Yeah. Please stop saying it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, Oh, yeah. This hotel you've got going on here, too, is... Is quite uh, quite something, right? The villas, yeah. More of more of that villa life, please. Right. No, it's very pretty. Uh, yeah. And I think. Um, you think? Mm. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say I think I would be quite content to just sit in this spot for two days. Yeah. I think this is the. I'm right there with you. Sit on the beach and read your book. And then go in the water, and then go snorkeling, and then go have a really good meal, and then go explore the island, and then go have another really good meal, and then do some nighttime activities, and then go stay in a villa. Like, I could totally, I can do that for two days. This hotel that you, um, that you linked called Blue Lagoon Avia Villas uh-huh. is um, very cheap. Really? Well, and, tell me. And tell looks me. incredible. Uh, one night in, well, it just start. I guess this is the starting price, but 116 US dollars. Awesome. Oh my gosh. And there's a pool right outside of the room. <laughs> um, yeah. This, that sounds good. It's a one bedroom room. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would, I would stay there. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, this, this looks like a, one, a lovely place to just end the trip. Mm -hmm. So even if you added on a few days at the beginning, yeah, ending here sounds pretty good to me. And also kind of just exactly what you'd imagine when you, at least what I imagine when I think of Bali. Mm -hmm. Um, there's other uh, places that I would want to surprise me, right? Like, please be more than... The typical what you expect cliche whatever but i feel like when you're going to some place like this it's like no i want that iconic experience i want exactly what yeah. you think of i want the blue lagoon the perfect beaches i want a waterfall i want an infinity pool basically i just want all of the water features you know i want really good food i want i want hot weather i want all of that stuff and um yeah it is it is calling it could be because we have come out of a very long and cold and wet winter here, and I am dying for some hot weather and some heat. Um, and don't get me wrong, the beaches here are absolutely fantastic and beautiful. New Zealand is a magical place. There's so much I still haven't done here. But, um, oh man, the, I, I get it. There's a reason why everyone here vacations in Bali. Right. I also think, I don't know, I... From what I knew of Bali, 
it felt like a very like almost this is not selling it um but almost in my head it was almost like a a frat girl right goes on a international trip yeah Mm -hmm. um but with this with the especially the first few days mixed Mm -hmm. with the these beach days and and you getting completely wasted at, <laughs> in an infinity pool. I think you have combined a little bit of the stereotype, mm-hmm. but like in the best way. Yeah. But along with, along with, oh, I didn't even think about this country uh-huh. or, or location having so much more yeah. depth to it. Like I would go for the, I would go for the frat girl <laughs> party experience. Like I'm, I'm here for that too. <laughs> Um, but, but there's, there's plenty more to it. So, uh, yeah, no, it, yeah, it looks, it looks wonderful. I feel like this would be a really easy friend trip, like, like a group trip because yeah. there can be something for everyone. People who want to do more, see more can, because there's so much people who want to just hang out, have drinks, have food, whatever can, and there's going to be less disagreement about what to do. Like, it's not so complicated, right? Whereas, like, if you grant, if you plan a group trip to Italy, <laughs> everyone's going to have different ideas about the pace and where you go and what cities you hit and how fast right. you do this and this and this and this. And so I feel like there's definitely, like, there are locations where it's like, oh, this would be a great group location. I'd feel comfortable inviting, you know five to eight people to do this with me and then there's other ones where i'm like oh no this is a just people that i know we travel the same way like that's what this trip is gonna be because the pace has to be spot on we have to figure out what the dynamic is and there's so much to do and see and da 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 and like balancing like budgets and schedules and all that stuff um so i do feel like this would be a great group trip i agree similar to hawaii or or i mean uh few different tropical locations mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um, yeah no i i think that <coughs> fits the boat yeah. so yeah <sighs> all right well sounds good 2024 2024 bali booking our flights right now putting in my time off yeah. request if you send us enough money we could do it next year mm-hmm. but it's got to be quite a bit of money i'll, I'll so, have to leave yeah. Uh-huh. If we you if you want us to go. One we just need really big sponsor or just a huge sponsor. Like twenty smaller sponsors. Yeah, but still pretty but big. Still like reasonable. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, be reasonable. People. We only have like Let's... twenty <laughs> listeners, so we might need to get more <laughs> listeners first. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, okay. If they all just give quite a bit of money right, right. then we can do it okay yeah small amount of <laughs> no sacrifice problem. you know but it's worth it come on it's <clears> an <throat> investment think about the content you get from us such highly relatable content <laughs> oh thank you shelby it, it looks like a wonderful time you are so welcome <clears throat> i can't wait to go me neither um my and... sound is now at a completely different level than any other time i've looked at it oh my goodness well Okay. Well, we're gonna figure, we'll figure this, it we're out. We're gonna figure this out. I'm determined now. It will not beat me. <laughs> I hope so. It it will not beat me. Any other uh, B locations you <sighs> contemplated? Um, 
Oh, what was the other one? Um, oh, Barcelona. Mm, mm. Lovely. Barcelona. Uh, Belgium. Ben and I have talked about Belgium. He's Ben, and he's like, oh, I really want us to, like, I want to go back. So Belgium mm. is on the list. I have never really thought about Belgium. Mm. Yeah, Belgium would be wonderful. Um, Budapest. Yeah. Sure. Would love to go to Budapest. Um... I considered Boston. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You said that. A city, yep. a city that everyone has told me that I'd love. Right. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe they just really like mm. it. And but uh, but yeah. Um, I yeah. That, I think that. Yeah, I think that about covers all the ones we talked about. Yeah. Um, before recording, or now we move on to C. Yeah. And it hopefully won't be like. Eight weeks. I, I have to admit, I have some regrets about not doing Argentina for A. Oh. Might have well, to loop back around. It's too late. Or just find another theme <laughs> that it fits into. Uh, yeah, I think you could do it. You could um, you could do uh, Chile in the next episode yeah. and then just kind of like combine it Maybe a I'll little find bit. a region in Argentina that yeah. starts with this. There you go. I'll there you go. cheat a little bit. No problem. Okay. Do you have any It'll thoughts on, on, are you going to tease this a little bit or are you going to keep it to yourself? For C? Yeah. Oh, I have, I don't know. Okay. I really don't have many thoughts yet. I have given How about you? zero thought to it since I just finished yeah. the Bali itinerary like five minutes into recording. So, um, yeah, I've given it no thought quick, whatsoever. Quick, give us the first sea country or city that comes to mind. Well, you said Chile, and now all I can Colorado. Is Chile. Oh, wow, okay. Um, Canada. I'm not doing Canada. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Colombia. So uh, big. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, uh Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, uh, uh, um, Constantinople. Uh, mm, that, the, oh, that could be fun. Yeah, that could be pretty fun. Um, okay. Crepes. Mm-hmm. Crete? Crete? Crete. That's <laughs> the, the Oh, there yep, you go. Thank you. There we go. Got there eventually. Cyprus, yeah. but I've done the Mediterranean already, so I'll probably steer clear yeah. of the Mediterranean for a little while. No big deal. <laughs> Oh, Colombia. Colombia would be an interesting one um, it's a bit dangerous at the moment. Cordoba is in Argentina. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Um, is it Czechoslovakia or is it the Czech Republic? I don't know if it's any of them now. Okay, hold on. I'm going to look. I need to know. Oh. And California. Anyone want to do California? Uh, I am filling time. Um, so, yeah, sorry. You've done a bunch in California. Already. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. It, Czech Republic. Okay. Also known as Czechia. All right. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. That's C cool. is going to be a weird one, Ooh, I think. Prague is in Czechia. Sure. Uh-huh. That could be quite cool. That would be. Okay. Well, stay tuned, everybody. We should... Uh, Croatia. Oh, Croatia. Croatia. There we go. All right. 
Yeah, stay tuned for a few weeks down the road. Yeah. And all the episodes in between. Yeah, just... We've got some great ones coming. Stay tuned with your earbuds in, your Spotify open. Yeah. Just Be keep replaying ready. our other episodes until there's a new one. Mm-hmm. And if there isn't a new just one, do non-stop. what I do and just play our old ones from your dog. Yes. <laughs> or or for yourselves if you don't have a dog. Maybe for your child. Maybe not I don't for know. your child. Shelby swears. <laughs> they are explicit. <laughs> all right. Thank you podcast. all for... <laughs> this is a... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> We will talk to you all soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye.